Om Sai Ram. A warm welcome to all the devotees on this beautiful Thursday. Today, we shall listen to chapter 35 of our Bible, Sri Sai Satcharitra. Past few days, I was not able to record any of these sessions. However, today we shall continue our recitation and we will start with chapter 35. In this chapter, the author Sri Govind Raghunath Dabolkar Elias Hemadpant continues the subject of importance of Udi. He mentions the tale of Kaka Mahajani's friend and master and another tale of Mr. Bala Patil Nevaskar. Before we begin, I prostrate unto the lotus feet of Lord Ganesha, the Lord of Wisdom and Goddess Saraswati, the Goddess of Knowledge. I pray unto the lotus feet of my Kuladevta, Bhavani Shankar, Nagesh Maharudra and Goddess Mahalakshmi. My maternal deities, Sri Devki Krishna Ravarnath, Sri Ramnath and Goddess Santeri. I pay my respects to my Sadguru, Sri Sainath Maharaj of Shirdi, my parents and my grandparents. Last but not least, I offer my salutations to you all my listeners. So let us begin now. Chapter 35 This chapter also continues the subject of the importance of Udi and it also gives two cases in which Baba was tested and not found wanting. These cases will be taken up first. Let us begin with the preliminary. In spiritual matters or endeavors, sectarianism is the greatest bar to our progress. Those who believe the God is without form are heard saying that to believe the God is with the form is an illusion and that the saints are only human beings. Then why should they bend their head before them and offer Dakshina? Persons belonging to other sects will also raise objections and say, why should they bow and offer allegiance to other saints, leaving their own Sadgurus? Similar objections regarding Sai Baba were heard before and are heard even now. Some said that when they went to Shirdi, Baba asked for Dakshina from them. Is it good that saints should collect money in this fashion? If they do so, where is their sainthood? But these are many instances. And there are such instances when men went to Shirdi to scoff but remained there to pray. Two such instances are given below. Kaka Mahajani's friend. A friend of Kaka Mahajani was a worshipper of God without form and was averse in idolatry. Out of curiosity, he agreed to go to Shirdi with Kaka Mahajani on two conditions. One, that he would neither bow to Baba, two, nor pray him or sorry, nor pay him any Dakshina. Kaka agreed to these conditions and they both left Bombay on a Saturday night and reached Shirdi the next morning. As soon as they put their feet on the steps of the masjid, Baba looking at the friend from a little distance addressed him in sweet words as follows. Oh, welcome sir. The tone that uttered these words was a very peculiar one. It exactly resembled the tone of the friend's father. 
It reminded him of his departed father and sent a thrill of joy through his body. What an enchanting power the tone had. Being surprised, the friend said, This is no doubt the voice of my father. Then he at once up and forgetting his resolution, placed his head upon the feet of Baba. Then Baba asked for Dakshina twice, once in the morning and again at noon at the time of their taking leave. But he asked it from Kaka only and not from the friend. The letter whispered to Kaka and said, Baba asked for Dakshina from you twice. I am with you. Why does he omit me? You ask Baba himself, was the Kaka's reply. Baba asked Kaka what his friend was whispering and then the friend asked Baba himself whether he should pay any Dakshina. Baba replied, (laughs) You had no mind to pay, so you were not asked. But if you want to pay now, you may. Then the friend paid rupees 17 as Dakshina, the same amount that Kaka paid. Baba then addressed him uh, a few words of advice as follows. You do away, destroy the Teli's wall, that is sense of difference between us, so that we can see and meet each other face to face. Then Baba allowed them to depart. Though the weather was cloudy and threatening, Baba assured them of their safe journey and both of them reached Bombay safely. When he reached home and opened the door and the windows of his house, he found two sparrows fallen dead on the ground and one just flying out of the window. He thought that if he had left the windows open, two sparrows would have been saved. But thought again that they had met their lot and that Baba had sent him back soon just to save the third sparrow. Let's move on to the story of Kaka Mahajani's master. Kaka was the manager in the firm of Thakkar Dharamse Jethabhai, a solicitor of Bombay. Both the master and the manager were on intimate terms. Mr. Thakkar knew that Kaka was often going to Shirdi, staying there for some days and returning when Baba permitted him to do so. Out of curiosity and just to test Baba, Mr. Thakkar decided to go to Shirdi with Kaka during Shimga holidays. As Kaka's return was uncertain, he took another man with him as an associate. The three started together and Kaka bought two sears of raisins, that is dried grapes with seed, on the way for presenting Baba. They reached Shirdi in due time and went to the masjid for darshan. Baba Sahib Tarkhad was there. Mr. Thakkar asked him why he has come there. For darshan, Tarkhad replied. Mr. Thakkar asked if miracles took place there. Tarkhad replied that it was not his attitude, but the earnest intentions of Bhaktas were satisfied there. Then. Kaka prostrated himself before Baba and offered the raisins to him. Baba ordered them to be distributed. Mr. Thakkar got a few of them. He did not like the raisins and he was advised by the doctor not to eat them 
without washing and cleaning them so he was just in a fix he did not like to eat them nor could he reject them to keep up the formalities he put them into his mouth but did not know what to do with the seeds he could not spit them out on the floor of the masjid so he pocketed them against his wish he then said in his mind that if baba was a saint how could he be ignorant and of his dislike for the raisins and could how could he force them on him when this thought arose in his mind baba again gave him some more raisins he could not eat them but held them in his hand and then baba asked him to eat them up he obeyed and found to his surprise that they were all seedless he wanted to see miracles and here there was one he knew that baba read his thought and as per his wish converted raisins which were having seeds into seedless grapes what a wonderful power again to test further he asked tarkhad who was sitting by and who also had got some raisins what kind of grapes you got he replied they variety with seeds mr thakkar was still more surprised to hear this then to confirm his growing faith thakkar thought in his mind that if baba was a real saint the raisin should now be given to kaka first <laughs> reading this thought also baba ordered that distribution should commence from kaka these proofs were very sufficient for thakkar then shama introduced mr thakkar as a master of kaka upon which baba said how could he be his master he has got a different master altogether kaka appreciated this reply forgetting his resolve thakkar saluted baba and returned to the wada after the noon aarti was over they all went to the masjid for taking baba's leave for the departure shama spoke for them baba then spoke as follows there was a fickle minded gentleman he had health and wealth and he was free from both physical and mental afflictions but he took on him needless anxieties and burdens and wandered hither and thither thus losing his peace of mind sometimes he dropped the burdens and at other times carried them again his mind knew no steadiness seeing his state i took pity on him and said now please keep your faith on any one place you like why room like this stick quietly to one place tucker at once came to know that that was exact description of himself he wished that kaka should also return with him but no one expected that kaka would be allowed to leave shirdi so soon baba read also this thought to his and permitted kaka to return with his master thakkar got one more proof of baba's capacity to read another's mind then baba asked kaka for rupees 15 as dakshina and received it to kaka he said if i take one rupee as dakshina from anybody i have to return it tenfold to him i never take anything gratis i never ask anyone indiscriminately i only ask and take from him 
whom the fakir or my guru points out if anyone is in indebted formally to the fakir's money is received from him the donor gives that is sowed his seeds only to reap a richer harvest in the future wealth should be the means to work out dharma if it is used for personal enjoyment it is wasted unless you have given it before you do not get it now so the best way to receive is to give the giving of dakshina advances vairagya or non attachment and thereby bhakti and gyana give one and receive tenfold on hearing these words mr thakkar himself gave rupees 15 in baba's hand forgetting his resolve not to do so he thought he did well in coming to shirdi as all his doubts were solved and he learned so much baba's skill in handling such cases was unique though he did all those things he was totally non attached to them whether anybody saluted him or not or whether anybody gave him dakshina or not it was the same to him none he disrespected he felt no pleasure because he was worshiped and no pain because he was disregarded his he transcended the pair of opposites that is pleasure and pain etc we now move to the next case which is insomnia case a kayast prabhu gentleman of bandra suffered from insomnia for long as soon as he laid himself down for sleep his departed father appeared to him in his dream and abused and scolded him severely this broke his sleep and made him restless the whole night every night this went on and the man did not know what to do one day he consulted a devotee of baba in this respect he recommended the udi as the only infallible remedy he knew he gave him some udi and asked him to apply a little of it to his forehead before going to bed and keep the udi packet under the pillow he tried this remedy and found to his great surprise and joy that he got sound sleep and that there was no disturbance of any kind he continued the remedy and always remembered sai then he got a picture of sai baba which he hung on the wall near his pillow and started worshiping it daily on the thursdays offering garland nevedya etc then he got on well and forgot altogether his past trouble we now move on to the tale of intimate devotee of baba balaji patil nevaskar this man was a great devotee of baba he rendered most excellent and disinterested service every day he swept and cleaned all the passages and streets in shirdi through which baba passed in his daily routine this work was after him equally well done by an other female devotee named radha krishna mai and after her by abdullah when balaji ripped his corn every year he brought the whole quantity and presented it to baba he returned with what baba gave him and minted himself and his family with it 
This course was followed by him for many years and after him by his son. We next move on to a very important topic that is power and efficacy of Udi. Once it happened that at Balaji's death anniversary day, a certain number of guests were, envi- were invited and the dinner was prepared for them. But at the dinner time, it was found that thrice the number of people invited had actually turned up. Mrs. Nemaskar was in a fix. She thought that the food would not suffice, uh, would not suffice for the people assembled and that if it, it, if it fell short, the honor of the family would be at stake. Her mother-in-law comforted her by saying, Don't be afraid. It is not ours, but Sai's food. Cover every vessel with cloth, putting some udi in it, and serve from the same without opening it. Sai will save us from ignominy. She did as she was advised, and it was found to their surprise and joy that not only did the food suffice for all, but plenty of it remained after even serving. As one feels intently, so he realizes accordingly, was proved in this case. We move on to the next incident, again in the life of Nevaskar family, where Baba appeared as a serpent. Once Raghu Patil of Shirdi went to Balaji Patil at Nevase. That evening, he found that a serpent entered the uh, cowshed hissing. All the cattle were afraid and began to move. The inmates of the house were frightened. But Balaji thought that it was Sai who appeared in his house as a serpent. Without being afraid in the list, he brought a cup of milk and placing it before the serpent, he said, Baba, why do you miss and make noise? Do you want to frighten us? Take this cup of milk and drink it with a calm mind. Saying this, he sat close by unperturbed. The other members were frightened and did not know what to do. In a short time, the serpent disappeared. Nobody knew where it went. It was not found through a search as it was made in the cowshed. Balaji had two wives and some children. They sometimes went to Shirdi from Nevase for taking Baba's darshan. Then Baba bought saris and other clothes which were given to them with his blessings. With this, we come to an end of this chapter. Bow to Sri Sai. Peace be to all. Om Sai Ram.